just get started the normal way, I guess, of introducing everyone, saying hi, and and okay. we'll get started. So, Kirsten, what's your full name, Kirsten? Well, I guess so my, you don't need a full name, but yeah. Well, so <laughs> my first, well, my first name is actually Mary Kirsten Garcia. I've never gone by that, Mary, but oh. yeah. So I've always gone by Kirsten. So I didn't know that. Yeah, I was named after my grandma, and they decided from birth I was always going to be called Kirsten. So, yeah. Uh, so that was kind of a family decision to go by Kirsten? Yeah, my older brother yeah. also had was named after my dad and his grandpa, but they always, named, they always called him by his middle name as well. Very confusing. Don't ever do that. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did you do that with any of your kids? I can't think of anyone. No, no, none of them. We call them by their first name because I hated it in class. Everyone would be like, Mary Quistberg. And I'm like, my grandma? Why is she in class? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh. Then it got to be helpful as you get telemarkers. If they ask for Mary, I'm like, yeah, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah, you don't know me. You know my yeah. legal name or you know me from yeah. a list. Yeah. And then, and then having going to Garcia, um, they're like Mary Garcia, like if, if any like babies we've had before they go into the room, they always think I'm like some Latin, like, and then they see a blondie and yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, you're not what I expected. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so good stuff. Some history with the name, huh? Yep. So what's your maiden name? Qu- Quistberg? You said? Quistberg with the Q. So not very many Qs growing up. It's Swedish or Scandinavian, something like that. So. Is yeah. it Quist with a T? With a, B? Quist? Yeah, Quist and then Berg. So huh. when my family moved to the United States from, I don't know where I should know this, but uh, like Sweden or Denmark, it used to be Kvistberg with a K and then they Americanized it to Quistberg. So anyway. Oh. oh, cool. Yeah. No one can ever say it right. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Garcia <laughs> so- is much easier. <laughs> Yes, there's a lot more Garcia. More, more common. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard Quisberger. Yeah, I, I, I've never met anyone. So yeah, it's a unique one for sure. Oh, cool. So, but you said you had a brother. Yeah. And uh, do you have how many other siblings do you have? So there's five, six total, including myself. So I have a brother that's older than me, and then I'm the second oldest, and then four below me. So you, uh, the oldest girl usually yep. means the oldest, the bossy one. one. No, 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 yeah. not responsible bossy. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that makes yep. sense. Yeah, <laughs> and then so four younger than you. Mm-hmm. Um, where did you grow up? So I grew up in Sandy mainly. We kind of moved around a lot, but yeah, mainly Sandy, Utah. Okay. So. How was it having six kids in your family? I know my wife has six kids in her family. She was yeah. the middle child and well, one of the middles. One of the middles, right. It has to be yes. you have to share that spot if you're in six. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. We were all really close. My mom and dad had all six of us in less than eight years. So we were all really close in age. So Oh wow. I, yeah, Any twins so, in there? No, no twins. Small? I I have two sisters that are born on the same day, but they're three years apart with a brother in the middle. So, um, yeah. And then my sister right below me were only 13 months apart. So we felt like we were twins and everyone always thought we were twins. Never could tell yeah. us apart. But yeah, we were really good friends. Just close in age, huh? 
Yeah, we all got along really well. At least the, the three older, we kind of separated. Three older always hung out, and then the three youngers always hung out. But yeah. Yeah, I can see that happening with my kids right now. Like the two olders are starting to hang out because they, they get like it. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and the two younger ones are still playing with toys. They're too little. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That yeah. makes sense. It's fun. So is that where. You went to like elementary school and high school, or was it moving around before you got to Sandy? No, I, I will. When I was we, uh, when I was first born, they lived in downtown, kind of like the, uh, it's not really the avenues, but just right below like the University of Utah kind of area. And okay. then they moved, they moved to Sandy when I was four, and then I, I lived in Sandy until I moved out to go to college. So, got it. Yeah. So, what high school is that, Sandy? There's, uh, a, few I went, Sandy, there's right? a few. I went to Alta High School for, yeah. So, is the Alta Hawks. Hawks? Yeah, yeah, they're the Hawks. <laughs> Are they black and red? Yeah, black and Hawks? red. Yeah, I know at graduation, I learned we were silver and black. I was like, oh, I always thought red was our color. <laughs> but red was the accent, apparently. So, or at least I think. <laughs> oh. Okay. So what were you like as a kid? Were you did you get in trouble a lot? Did you uh, were you good? I guess no, the I, eldest daughter usually not a troublemaker. Yeah, eldest no, I I I'm kind of boring. I was I was more obedient. I think I was definitely more bossy because my poor sister that's 13 months younger than me was definitely the one that I liked to boss around and she was so easygoing. Okay, Kirsten, whatever. <laughs> we'll play Barbies the way you want. We'll you're you know best and <laughs> so no i was i i was yeah I, I don't know that i ever got into trouble i was always like never missed school always like never wanted to get in trouble so i'm very boring 100 percent attendance no reason to miss it's fun <laughs> no that's good i guess yeah. that's a good quality yeah yep it, maybe it made it easy on my parents i don't know <laughs> yeah well cool um, so did you spend a lot of time in your house growing up or were you out in the streets with other kids? I don't know how Alta is or Sandy area. Yeah. Oh, I, we had- I grew up out here and big city scares me. Yeah. Yeah. No, Sandy was just away from all that city stuff. It was a fun neighborhood. We moved around a lot, but every, every neighborhood we lived on, it, we always had a lot of friends, but like- my main like memories of where we lived on a circle, Dusty Rock Circle. It was really fun. We had all the kids that were the same age and um we just go out and play baseball, kickball, rollerblading, like everything. Like we all just hung out and climbed trees and we were always outside. So it was it was fun. Any sport you could possibly play, we were out there doing it and riding bikes. So yeah, it was fun. The, so did you grow up in the church? Were you you a convert to the church or? Uh, no, no. I my both sides of my family come from a really long line of uh, members. My dad's side, they were one of the first in New York that were baptized and all have been active. And um, then my mom's side uh, joined the church in Denmark, Sweden area, and they came on train in the 1860s and moved to Logan, the Cache Valley area. And so my mom lived in Logan and grew up there with all of her family. And then my dad was kind of Salt Lake Avenues area. So, yep. So I had that. Wow. 
That's cool. Yeah. Did so all your cousins were members as well? Uh yeah, a little bit. Like on my mom's side, definitely more active. <clears throat> my grandparents were, were super awesome about like they served five missions and so they were a great example and it's kind of wow. a tradition. Everyone goes on a mission. And I mean, we had a few cousins that maybe struggled here and there, but for the most part, everyone's active. But on my dad's side, they kind of uh, weren't as active. Um, they like my grandma always kind of went to church, but wasn't like always super diligent about that. And um, so, yeah, my, my dad only has one sister and she, wasn't active after high school and her kids never were baptized or anything like that. But my parents are both married in the temple and stuff like that. But yeah, his yeah. site isn't as active as time passed. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Have, you know, grown up with cousins and stuff that you had to not teach, but deal with that weren't active yeah and they they were a lot older than me so my dad said there's just two girls and they're like 10 years older than me so we didn't really hang out that much but on my mom's side there's there's like 35 cousins and we always had so much fun together every every time we got together so that was fun yeah mormons have a lot of kids yep and lots of cousins (laughs) so it's awesome right yep that's good stuff so yeah so you got bapti- baptized, I'm guessing, at eight. You grew up in the church. You went into young women's. Was this, yeah. Was that kind of all normal? Or? Um, I don't know if I'd say. Did you rebel no, at all? No, I wouldn't say. <laughs> no, I, I'm like a rule follower. There is no rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I would say, like our family, I would say on the outside, if anyone knew us growing up, they probably thought maybe we were kind of like the normal member family but like uh unfortunately and i don't I haven't really told this to hardly anybody but um my dad uh when i was like four or five he got in a car accident really bad and then he got addicted to drugs and alcohol and got right. into some crazy things i don't know if anyone ever knew growing up because it was kind of one like, thing that we don't really talk a lot about in our neighborhoods but that's one reason why we moved quite a bit is we um could never stay in a home. And like, by the time my, um, I was six, my youngest sister was born. So the sixth, um, he ended up making some bad choices that put him into jail in prison and he was gone. And so my mom had six kids all under the age of seven, brand new baby. She was a stay at home mom and had to go back to work. And she was lucky enough to have a degree. And so she's teaching as an elementary school teacher, but with all those things going on, my mom never stopped going to church or she took all six of us to church by herself and we were naughty. <laughs> we were bad. <laughs> um, and she'd, she'd wrestle all six of us on the bench by herself for a while. And um, my dad got out of prison for after that and um, he lost his membership in the church and uh, but still came and things like that. So it was always weird. I never knew exactly what was going on when I was growing up. He wasn't, he never baptized me. Um, my bishop baptized me and all of my siblings were baptized by either home teachers or neighbors and things like that. But we went to church every Sunday. So I don't know if anyone ever thought 
we weren't that we had all that going on in the background, but that was, that was there, but my mom was just so faithful and never, never wanted to leave that part of her life. She had a good testimony and her parents were really helpful and things like that. And my dad never was bitter about church, but I think it was hard for him to go where he couldn't fully participate anymore. But right. Yeah, so we had we had an interesting inside the home and we all got along and I never felt like home wasn't safe or anything like that, but definitely right. having a, a parent that has drug addictions and alcohol and smoking, every, everything, the whole gamut. That was that was something we just tried to ignore. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Part of did he yeah. ever come back to the church or is he still? Yeah. No, it, it I mean, he, he battled addiction for 30 years and it was actually um, the same year that Steve got called as a bishop is where he was able to be rebaptized. Um, the same, actually a month after Cooper and my nephew were baptized, they got to see grandpa get rebaptized. So that was kind of a, a neat thing. And he and my mom, my mom stayed with him that whole time, even though there was a lot of challenges with that, but. They uh, they go to the temple every week and they've really they've had a, a really hard relationship but I think she stuck it out and and they're good now but yeah thirty years of addiction is not fun. <laughs> yeah no yeah I, I just watched a docu series I can't remember what it, the name of it that's about the oxycotton like mm-hmm. <clears throat> formulation and yeah. how it came to be and it's on Netflix and it's just crazy. Yeah, it's horrible. You don't ever think it had happened to you, but and he was not in that place of even thinking of being in that uh, realm of life. But then you get in a car accident, you deal with pain, and they give it more yeah. to you. And our family, my dad's side of the family, definitely deals with the addiction problems. So I think he was just more susceptible. And then once you do one, then you do a little bit of more, and then it leads to all sorts yeah. of crazy choices. So. <laughs> You can't help because the addiction's, you know, calling you rather than you. So, right, you control and get. Or yeah, it's yeah. I think I don't know. I've had a few cousins too that's dealt with it, and it's hard to separate like the addiction and the person because yeah. you know the person you love and the addiction is always there, kind of forcing their hands and stuff. And yeah, you know, it's tough. Yeah, but but despite all that, like with my mom being so faithful and strong in the church, she never wanted to have that not be part of our lives. And we had we always had right. really good home teachers and bishops, and just such a neat ward family to grow up in. And we moved a lot just because we could never. My mom. Um, having to work and everything. It just seemed like we'd rent and they raised the rent. Okay. You got to move now. And so we had to move around and make new friends at new wards, but every ward we've ever had has always been super welcoming. And I'm sure we were definitely high on their list of, okay, got to help this family. They're struggling, but it was, it was good to be on that receiving end for almost my whole growing up. So. Yeah. And I'm sure you as the bossy, Elder, as that's right. Uh, as daughter, as you said. <laughs> yep, that's <laughs> was right. helping out. Yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can. I just try to picture my kids and just six kids at, the, at that age. It'd be a handful, especially if I was doing it by myself, or Vanya yeah. was doing it by herself. I, I can barely handle two kids at the same time. 
one yeah. that likes handling the other two. Yeah. And it definitely probably turned my mom's world around because she was a stay at home mom and didn't really ever plan on using her degree. And then we had, she had a cousin that worked for the district that got her right in. And so she's able to go back to work, but it was really hard because she had to leave a six week old baby. And plus all of us, there was only two of us that were in elementary school at the time, but it was kind of cool because my dad's mom came in and she was retired and she came every day and watched us. She basically raised my youngest sister until she went to kindergarten. So it was neat to see how family kind of helped each other out in that time when my Mm -hmm. mom had to go be the breadwinner and and then my grandma stepped in and helped out and she did a lot for our family. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, that was, you said 30 years, that puts you like almost your entire life. So all through high school, all through college. Yep. And and, in the background, huh? And and being married up till five years ago, almost. Well, six six years ago when he kind of turned around. So. Wow. Yep. Interesting. So you're growing up, you're out to high school. Uh, did you participate in sports in high school or growing up or was it um, just something you like to do or? Um, no, I, I mean, I played soccer and I did like comp soccer. Um, I could never do like, I never, well, I didn't even try out for high school cause I didn't think I was that good, <laughs> but I've always, I've always enjoyed running. I always wanted to be on cross country and track, but because of my family situation, I had to work, um, at a pretty young age. So I had a, I worked at an elementary school and I had to clean the elementary school building every day. And so I could never participate in any of the after school stuff, but, um, but I did play soccer. And so that was, that was fun. I did that. And then, uh, and then when I graduated from high school, I got into running, but I didn't, I wasn't super into it, like the activities at high school just cause I had to, I had to work, but you were busy taking care of others, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So was that a job that your mom got you, I guess, with the district? No, no. It just, we ended up, my brother, uh, my oldest brother had got that job. He's just always, uh, he was always the one I had always had to follow his wake and his wake was a high yeah. standard. He was always so good. I'm like, oh, we'll hire you. You're like, Alex, we'll take you. And so he, he got the job just himself. It was just in our, it was just our neighborhood elementary school. And so he got it and then they hired me and then my sister ended up getting on. Cause they're like, Oh, you guys are good workers. So it's kind of a family thing. <laughs> and I did that, all, that through all high school. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So all of all eighth, ninth grade, all, all until I graduated from high school, I, I worked there and for a while there were like head sweepers. So you got to do three hour, three hours a day. And anyway, and you're in charge of people, but yeah, I got to clean the yeah. yucky toilets at the, at the elementary school. So maybe that's why I like cleaning toilets <laughs> because <laughs> I did it for so long. I'm like, I've got this down. <laughs> yeah. You kind of get into a groove. I actually yeah. out of, when I came back from my mission, I was a janitor at the high school. My mom mm-hmm. worked there and she got me a job there and I would be there and there'd be people there that I like went to school with. Yeah. All that. And they're like, Tony, are you a janitor now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah. It was great. And you kind of get into a groove. You put your headphones in and you just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those days. Yeah. We had fun. I love the people I worked with. They were my closest friends. We had a good time. So it was a good job. Yeah. Cool. Okay. 
So that's all through high school and young women's. So were you active in like young women's and going to the camps and all the other stuff that goes along with young women's? Yes, I loved young women's. It was so fun because we didn't really have a lot of money growing up. So I never, we didn't get to do these big extravagant vacations. So young women's was my, that was our entertainment. Like I, I did so many boating activities. I learned to love water skiing and all these boating things. And it was, that was, I loved it. It was so fun. It was a good place to be and all the activities that they had. It was something I look forward to. And I remember my senior year, cause every, it seems like every young woman kind of checks out cause they get busy, but I was that lone laurel that would always be there at every activity. Cause I wasn't involved in the extracurricular, like a lot of the other girls, they all did dance and cheer and, uh, we never could do that growing up because we couldn't afford it, nor could I do it because cheer requires uh, coordination. But yeah, so yeah. A, lot, a lot of the girls were super busy with all their little extracurricular stuff, but I didn't have anything like that. So, but I, I loved young women. So it was definitely my favorite. So huh. good stuff. Awesome. Good memory. So. Okay. So you graduate from high school. And then you went off to, did you go, uh, you just went to college, right? You yeah. didn't go on a mission? Mm-mm, no, I never served a mission. Okay. Yep. And you went to the U, if yeah. I remember correctly? Yeah, I went to the U. Okay. So I I stayed at home. I lived at home the first year because it was too expensive to live on my own. Um, but I would never suggest that. <laughs> that was hard living at home <laughs> after you're 18 and, and having to commute to the U. That was, I rode the bus, the express bus with all these people that were, double my age. <laughs> so yeah. that was fun. But yeah, so then um the next year my sister and I that's 13 months younger than me, we moved out together. Um and she we moved in with a girl that she worked with and and then we went to the U together. So for and then she only stayed for like two semesters at the U and then she transferred up to Utah State and I stayed at the U with the same roommate. But yeah. Right. So, so what what made you decide you are the U? Over any other? Um, well, I really, I really wanted to go to BYU because I thought, oh, that'd be such a fun school. And I had the grades. I had like almost like a 3.9 GPA, but I did not have the ACT score. <laughs> so I didn't even yeah. apply because I was like, there's just no way I'm going to go. I'm, I'm white and I'm from Utah and <laughs> I don't have the, <laughs> the 30 ACT score that everyone else had. So um, yeah, so I just applied at Utah State in the U. I wanted to go to Utah State because my mom's family, everybody goes to Utah State. Everybody's an Aggie. My grandpa was a professor up there and my aunt. And But the it was huh. really expensive to move out and, and live up there. So that's why I chose the U because it was yeah. a little bit cheaper to stay at home for that year. So but, yeah, and then I just, I don't know why I chose the U. I've never been a diehard Utes fan, but <laughs> I just did it. So <laughs> It was closest and yep, yep, easy at the time. Yep, yep. Okay, so, yeah. So that's your freshman year, your sophomore year. You went up with your sister, mm-hmm. and then you met your husband Stephen at some point. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did you graduate in? What did you go into? Uh, my bachelor's in, is in health promotion education. So, 
So is that like a PE teacher or is that what it No, well, it's more like, or it's, no, well, you would have to get an education certificate, but my, it's more like working for the health department. So like all that stuff that happened with COVID and like yeah. Planned Parenthood and all that kind of anything for the health department is where you usually get jobs at. So interesting. Yeah. So I, I never uh, did anything with that one because I ended up going on and getting a physical therapy assisting uh, certificate after that. But yeah, so I, I wanted to do like I was really interested in like the body, but I was like, oh, I think I'll just do health education. But now I'm like, I should have done sports exercise science. That would have been more up my alley, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Have you, so out of curiosity, I always see you coaching your kids. Uh-huh. And have you ever had a year where you didn't coach one of your kids since you started? I, ha- you I haven't. No, I've coached yeah. um, at, at least 10 years now. And it's not like I would love to live, let someone else have the opportunity. I like doing it, but it'd be fun. But they always need people. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I did my yeah, girls for a little bit and then. And then they needed the boys. So I coached Cooper forever. And then he went to comp. And so now I just have Noah that I'm coaching. So, yeah. Yeah. And they reach out and say, we need action. Yeah. We, we need people. That, then I feel guilty. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll do it again. I say I'm never going to do it again. They need someone that actually knows what they're doing. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I like it. The kids so when you got into your major was it like you said, just because you were interested in the body and trying to learn about the body, or did you have high who, hopes of? Who knows? I don't know. Well, I I, real, <laughs> I realized going into college, you have to write a lot of papers, and I stink at writing. And trying to write is just like pulling teeth. Like I just don't have it in me. I'm terrible. I change tenses, and oh, my punctuation and spell. Oh, I'm just a hot mess with that. <laughs> I've always struggled with it. So I'm like, I cannot go into something that requires a lot of paper writing. Well, call that's like college in a nutshell is paper writing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized I'm like, oh, sciences. I can study and I can take tests and. I was trying to say, I loved math. Like math is like my favorite thing, but I'm like, well, what can you do with math? Like, cause I took a couple statistics classes. I love those. And like, but what would I do? I mean, do I want to just crunch numbers? And I tried, I loved physics. I was like, oh, fell in love with that. Took a couple of those, but then I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this forever. And so I kind of went in the math, the science kind of section. I tried business, hot mess with that. And <laughs> I, I I thought I'd minor in business and and I think what did it for me was when I went to my accounting final and I got the time wrong and I was just on campus doing whatever thinking oh I guess I'll go early I mean anything else going on I come in and everyone's heads are down and they're they're taking the <laughs> test and I'm like crap I go up to the teacher I'm like what time did the test start they're like an hour ago and I'm like oh help me so that most <laughs> tests would take like a full two hours and I'm like I got a C in that class I barely passed because that final did not go well and I'm like okay that's a sign yeah. I, accounting and anything to do with business is not my cup of tea. And so then I was like, so I just, it naturally pushed me into the the sciences because nothing else really went well. <laughs> so okay. then I was like, yeah. So I like, oh, I was like, I fell in love with anatomy. And then I'm like, no, I really think I worked at a, at the U um, hospital for in physical medicine and rehab facility for people that were in spinal cord and 
brain injuries. And I, I was a secretary there and I fell in love with it. And I'm like, I got to do this. So I knew I wanted to do physical therapy or occupational therapy, one of the two. And so I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter what I get my degree in because I'm going to go on and get this master's. And so yeah. then I, so I just fell into the health one because I'm like, oh, that's a fun one. And if I didn't get the bachelor's, it was still a good degree because exercise science doesn't really do much for you at the bachelor's. So that's why I kind of went with the health one. So yeah, you have to do like an internship and stuff like that. So that's why I decided that is I want to do that. But yeah. Okay. So that puts you in college. And so when did you meet Stephen? Was it your senior year? Before uh, no, I can't well, remember exactly what he said. Yeah. So we kind of met, I, we both were in a LDS fraternity and sorority. And so I had met him right. with an exchange. Like I'm trying to think it was my, it was my sophomore year in the, like it was in February. I remember cause it was cold and we had an exchange and I remember seeing him and we had fun and it was, and I remember seeing him at the field house cause I'd always go running at the field house and I saw him a couple times there and I'm like, Oh, he's that one of those guys from, Delta. And so um, I just remember that. And then I ended up when I moved out my second year, we ended up moving into his ward. And then, um, and so then I kind of knew him that way. I'm like, oh, you're in one of the fraternities. And, and then after that semester, he was put in as my home teacher. And my sister had moved out after that to go up to Utah State that summer. And so then um, it was just me and my roommate. And then he was put in as my home teacher. And uh, so he has the nickname as the home teacher. Everybody knew that as he never saw himself as the home teacher. He's like, I thought I was your friend. I'm like, no, you were. You, your, your nickname was the home teacher. And so, yeah, we just ended up meshing really well. He'd come over and visit and we'd have board prayer and yeah, I was just like, well, he's the first guy I actually feel like I can talk to. And just like, it was just so easy. And we had so much in common. And so yeah, and I, I really liked him. I asked him out on one of, uh, we had these date nights that we do with sorority. And I asked him out it was like a murder mystery date night. And, and I asked him and I apparently he saw it as friends. He didn't think anything. I was like, oh, I'm going with my friend Kirsten. And I'm thinking, okay, we went yeah. out and then and then nothing happened for nine months. And then we just hung out and just did fun things together. And it, it was later than he finally asked, asked me out. And then after that, we just dated. And our senior year is when we were dating. Like, so my junior year, we were friends. And then our, our senior year is when we were dating. And then, yeah, right before we graduated, we're like, okay, we're in this place. We've been dating for almost a year. So what are we doing? We're at a crossroads. You're graduating. I'm graduating. Where, where, where are we going with this? We can just keep dating forever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, then we did what every person of the member of the church does. You talk about it before you actually ask, right? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then pray. And anyway, we went to the temple and decided, yep, it's the right thing. So nothing no surprises there. <laughs> and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we got engaged our senior year and got married right after we graduated. So. So you guys got married before you went into your master's. Well, actually that was, that was a tricky part too. So during that time, there was so many decisions. It was like, ah, oh, what do I do? So I did the, I took the GRE and I actually did the, I applied for OT school and I did the whole interview process 
got accepted and then we were and then we got engaged and I was like oh I guess this is what you like you have to actually talk to now I'm it's not just me anymore it's you you're part yeah. of my life now so we had to talk about that and like oh what do we do like this program's three years like do we want to spend like $60,000 in a master's and you know what about having a family and I was like oh such a hard decision because I I I really wanted to, I was like career oriented because my mom had worked. I wanted to make sure I was like able to, right. you know, put in Always my or if I, yeah, I was like, I just need to have something yeah. in case something happens. I need to be able to support my family. And, um, but then I, oh, it, it was, it was a hard decision to make. And I went telling them that I wasn't going to do it was really hard, but we just decided that the three years, I don't know, the money would make sense knowing that deep down, I really did want to be a stay at home mom. And, Steve was able to have a job that would allow that. And so, yeah, so I decided to do that. And then I just randomly ended up looking into online about a a, a physical therapy assisting. So I went away from occupational therapy and went to physical therapy. And the program was only a year and a half and it was only $4,000. So a lot cheaper. And the lady found out that I was accepted into a master's program. She's like, oh, we'll just take you. And so I started that. We got married in, in June and then I just started the program in August and it was just a year and a half. And so, yeah, did that. And, uh, I, when I graduated from that, we were, um, I was like three months pregnant with Sienna. So I only worked full time for six months. <laughs> then we had kids. And then I went as a, then, then I just went as a on-call therapist. So yeah, but much better saying doing that with a $4,000 <laughs> investment, yeah. rather than 60,000. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm not looking to work anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Let's, let's pay off that debt while we're at it. You're not bringing anything in. (laughs) So, so are you, do you still do anything with that? Uh, Like a part-time or consulting? Well, I, I did, I did it for 10 years. Like after we had our uh, first CN, I, I worked pretty steadily. Um, I did like home health, uh, therapy and I, I worked at Tosh for, uh, uh, what was that? eight years and I did um, uh, what's it called health South rehab and Sandy. But then when we, um, I was pregnant with Noah, the law changed for Utah for physical therapy assistance to have to take this huge beastie national exam test. And I'm like, Oh, we have five kids almost. I'm like, it's just not the right time. And yeah. so I, I, I stopped working after I had him cause the, they changed that. And then, and then since then he's 11 years old and <laughs> I haven't done anything with yeah. it, but I need to figure that out. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a very fun job, but I, it, to go back, I would need to take a test to be recertified. So yeah. Uh-huh. And I haven't done that yet. Cause it's been a while since I've studied muscle insertions and nerve innervations. <laughs> so yeah. All that stuff just goes over my head. Yeah, so for sure. But I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I know what I'm talking about. It's been that long. (laughs) (laughs) So what I heard was you kind of kicked Steven in the butt and said, we are more than friends. We should be more than friends. And then you guys got married. It's like, that's a a great sum up. (laughs) He he was clueless. Everyone knew I totally loved him and he didn't get it. So (laughs) yeah, once he figured out, then we put the ball started rolling. Okay. And then, so you graduated, you had, you were pregnant with Sienna after mm-hmm. graduating. And then you worked on and off or part-time. 
but from there you've been i mean a mom i see you participating or volunteering all over the place as well your name comes up everywhere yeah with <laughs> the kids are involved <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is a good thing um but this whole time you've been active you've been in colleagues you've been all over um what like is that I mean, how old's Sienna now? Eighteen. She's nineteen now. Yep. Nineteen. Yeah. She's up at Utah State, if, if yep. I remember correctly. Yep. yep. You're right. So you kind of led her to the light side or the good side again. The, yeah, the good side. <laughs> I said you don't want to go to the U. That's a hard school for social life. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But you have to work at yeah. it. So. <laughs> like Utah State just comes in your lap with social life. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I was, uh, um, I think, I can't remember the exact title, but like a multicultural ambassador. Oh, okay. And I would go recruiting to the high schools for Utah State. And that's one of the things I promoted. Like, I think it was 75 to 80% of students live away from home, either mm-hmm. on campus or yeah. nearby campus. So there's a lot more social life. So. Yeah, way better. I mean, not, I love my U of U life, but the Utah State is just everyone's in the same boat. They're all lived living away from home, so it makes a difference. Yeah, living away from home in a small town with not yep. a ton to do. Yep. So you make than, fun. <laughs> yeah, getting in trouble. Yep. Or having fun, good clean fun. Good clean fun. That's what I call it. Good clean fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after you've been married. Have there any been like um, not transitional, but like key points that have come up in your life that have affected or affected your life or your testimony or highlights that are important? <laughs> Gotta love that. <laughs> yeah. Want me to keep going? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I would have to say, so our first uh, five years of marriage, we lived in Murray and we had our our two kids there. We lived in a, a great ward. We were um, we got to be Cub Scout leaders together and we just loved those boys. It was so fun. We did that for a couple of years together and our girls got to go up to day camp up at uh, Camp Tracy and it was just so fun. And then Steve got put in the young men's. He was a scoutmaster, and um, and then I was put in the young uh, the primary presidency, and that was really fun to serve there. Um, I don't know. We really enjoyed that ward. It was a fun place to kind of start our family and still keep in touch with people. And then we moved out here to Stansbury. Um, we were pregnant with Mackenzie, so we had her um, shortly after we moved out here, and um, have just loved being a part of the ward. Um, we were actually called when we first came uh, our first day in Stansbury they had just mentioned that they were releasing a Weeblos leader and Steve and I just looked at each other and laughed and we're like oh that's going to be our new calling <laughs> and then the <laughs> bishop called Bishop Whipple at the time called us in he's like hey but can you guess what calling you're going to get and we said it's Cub Scout leader right and he's like how'd you know and we're like we just knew so we did that <laughs> for a couple of years and I thought oh we have all these girls we're never going to have any boys and here we know this program and <laughs> And then uh, when Cooper ended up being 
old enough to be in it, they, they got rid of it, which I'm fine with. I scouts is hard, <laughs> but um, right. yeah. so yeah, we did a lot of scouting as a calling together and separately as scoutmaster and stuff like that. But um, I don't know my, I've just loved, I've enjoyed serving with the the kids in our neighborhood. It's been so fun to see them grow and their testimonies and growing up to adulthood and having kids of their own. I've never lived in a neighborhood long enough to see that happen. So it's been kind of neat to, I never lived in anywhere longer than five years. Murray was my top where I'm like, okay, I've lived here for five years. That's the longest I've been. And then when we hit here after six, I'm like, okay, we've been here a while. And now it's been 16 years. And so it's been really neat to see the growth of kids and serving with them in different callings. And I've, I've enjoyed that. And um, I don't know. What was your question? I can't remember. <laughs> um, I can't remember either, but I, I had a, another question about hobbies. Like what hobbies do you have? I've had a time. Like I asked my wife the other day what hobbies she has. And she's like, I don't know. I've been raising like all my time is taking kids. kids. Oh, I totally yeah. hear you. I totally know what she's talking about. Especially yours are a little bit younger. It You get to that point. I remember so exercise has always been my passion since I was little. I love with your dog. Love. You guys have a dog. Oh yeah, yeah. Out with all the time. Always running, yes. But yeah, yeah, growing up, I have just always loved exercising. I've always done something, and so it was funny when I had my. I was pregnant with Sienna, and my friends are like, "Oh, once you have a baby, you're never going to be able to exercise again." I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" I'm like, "That is something I cannot give up." And and obviously, after you have a kid, you really have to make a priority. You get up earlier. I'd go to the gym, or when we lived in Murray, we had a gym membership, and and I go before they get up, or I take them on a stroller and walk them. I'm like, I am not giving up this. This is my favorite thing to do. And then, and then when we moved here in Stansbury, I found out they had an exercise group, and so I uh, at the church, and those became really close friends of mine that uh, we did forever and I taught classes for years and it's, it was fun. We just ended it um, two years ago after doing it for over 10 years. Um, So that's always been a fun way to meet people and just kind of talk. But that's one of my favorite things to do is exercise and have my kids be involved. They, they, uh, I don't know if they love riding bikes, but they're forced to ride bikes to school (laughs) And, and be active and okay, we're going running. And then when we got the dog, I'm like, this dog can't, go on a leash she pulls like crazy i'm like if we have a dog she has got to like doing what i like doing so finally yeah. got her trained to be on a leash and now she's on a e-collar so she doesn't have to be on a leash and she runs with me and and then rides bikes with me so now she's my little buddy so it's good yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's one of my hobbies yeah. i love i love fitness it's like my favorite thing and then my other thing i i got into i love like keeping track of history journaling and pictures so i do a lot of like photo albums digital uh like like i love photoshop and like anything photoshop stuff and doing pictures and books and all that good stuff so when i have time i like to i like to work on that but you make funny photoshops like putting aliens in the background you no no i i should do that i i wish i had that tell i'm more boring it's just more i'm making it looking (laughs) magazine-esque no yeah making fat heads and all that yeah i I could do that but i don't do that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, have you played with the ai stuff at all like you 
spherical stuff and you just type it in and it does what you say oh i should do that no i'm not that technical like technology savvy yet no I, i'm probably yeah. doing it the slow way i need to get into that like figure more yeah i've just seen commercials for it so yeah no i, I don't it's I don't probably <laughs> it probably is faster than what i'm doing <laughs> more efficient it usually is right yeah so you just recently, Stephen got released as the bishop, and you mm -hmm. were the bishop's wife, which means the mom of the ward for. Oh no no no! Don't say how, that. How many years? <laughs> that's the worst. That's Taking the worst. Care of everyone. Oh no no no! <laughs> no, I don't know if I call it that. I just trying to make my family not uh, kill each other on Sunday. No, <laughs> I'm starting no, the home. I think, yeah, you did. I, you're great. I remember, yeah, when we came into the ward, you and Stephen were a great uh, family family and members and great example for at least us as we were coming in younger because we've been here for years too. Yeah, you had, so that was little and I think it's, uh, Isaac was just a baby when you guys moved in. Yeah. 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 So he was just barely... I like little, little. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he was even walking, if I remember right. Yeah, we were still holding him. Oh, his little fat head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time has flown by. Yeah. Yep. And then Noah, he's your youngest, right? Yep. In sixth grade. And he's so. sixth grade? Yeah, in Cosette's class. Yeah, just with Cosette. <laughs> yep. He's... Crazy to think of. Yep. The old ones right. at the school. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how is it having Stephen back and not having him gone all hours of the night and day and the week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. No, it's been good. I think we've had a long stint where he's uh, been very busy with a lot of other things, not just being Bishop, but. He, uh, I remember like, I feel like it's been a, since Noah's been born, it's been uh, a little, a little interesting. Cause he went back and got his masters when he, when Noah was like one and I was called as young women's president. I remember we were spread pretty thin there. And then, um, so he was going to school full time and work full time. And that was, that was hard. <laughs> um, yeah. having all the kids like, cause Noah was only two and Sienna was 10 and trying to do all that. That was tricky. So he was really busy with that. And then he got called to the bishop. No, he's called to the high council. So um, yeah, that was, it wasn't busy on the weekdays, but Sundays were, he was always gone and being on the bench with all five of them. And Noah definitely has a lot of energy and sitting is not his thing. <laughs> Between the two boys like that church is way too long for someone that has a hard time sitting. <laughs> yeah. No, I so, can relate. My boys yeah. have a hard time sitting it, too. It's rough, but yeah. So it's it's been interesting to have him. I'm like, now that you're sitting with me, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> the, the kids are good now. You're no good to me now. Like we, uh, I needed you like seven years ago. Now they're like sitting still. Well, they don't actually sit still. They still goof around, but not nearly yeah. as bad as it was. But no, it's good to have him back. He can get back in our routine and see how lazy we are on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, and so, until something else comes up, right? Something, yep, that's there's right. always a calling. Yep. Waiting out there. For sure. Well, cool. 
How have you liked Twila County for all those people that are moving to Stansbury or are new here? What would you tell them or advice? You, uh, you know, it's been so good. The reason why we moved out here is we, we lived in Murray and it was a lot of, it was nearly dead or newly wed. And so there weren't a lot of families. And so we're like, okay, oh. we need, I want a neighborhood that I grew up in where everyone could just go outside and play. And Stansbury definitely has been that. It's been so fun. The kids, it's effort to find friends and they just love playing outside and night games and nerf guns and parade like they just they'd come up with the funnest things and i really enjoyed the neighborhood and the schools have been awesome and the wards the only thing i tell everybody that moves out here those awful bugs in may every year i say i'm moving <laughs> i i literally i love being outside it's my favorite thing in the world. I love springtime. And in Stansbury, you can't even enjoy it unless you put your whole body in a net. And even then they get through. So that is the one yeah. thing I cannot stand are those nasty bugs. <laughs> yeah. The no Sam's or nets. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, so they're horrible. <laughs> yeah. I remember someone called them no Sam's and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like the nets. I was like, oh, yeah. There's a ton of yeah. names for them, but yeah, I thought I literally I thought my kids had lice when we first moved out here. Like Mackenzie is a baby, she's bald as could be, and I was like, "What are these black bugs?" And she's got all these red dots, and she's like four or five months old, and I'm like, "What is going on with my baby?" And my girls are all itching, and I'm like, and so I had to look it up, and I'm like, "You're kidding me!" And Steve grew up in Twilly. He's like, "I've never heard of these things." I'm like, "Yeah, would have been nice to know. I wouldn't have moved out here if I had known yeah. about these nasty things." And then they go away. It's yeah. like pregnancy. You forget. And then, and then you have another baby. And, you're like, <laughs> and so every spring, I'm like, dang it, we were supposed to move. <laughs> I hate these things, but <laughs> they must not be that bad because yeah. we've been here for 16 years. So, <laughs> And it's just, yeah, it's just when the weather, right before it gets hot is when they come out. Yeah. And they're just it's hot and it like kills them they, off. They, they, they just like that perfect spring weather, you know, 75 degrees, no wind, no rain. And yeah. they're out there. So, <laughs> yeah. I wonder how, like, I think in Twilla, they're not as bad. I know in Grantsville, they're bad. And in Stansbury, they're bad. But I think yeah. Twilla is higher in elevation. So yeah. They're and they're bad. away from the lake. It's the, the salt water, I guess, mm. is what they thrive in. So, Yeah. Not good. They're far enough away from the Great Salt Lake. Twila doesn't get them. So I guess you want to go to Twila, you don't get the bucks. <laughs> yeah. But we're in Stansbury. I'm proud yeah. of it. I think. We got the lake. I mean, what what more can you ask for? My kids <laughs> love that thing and the dog loves it. I mean, you got the lake. It's okay. I'll take the bugs. <laughs> yeah. What kind of dog is it? A black lab? Yeah, black lab. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, what's what's the dog's name? Luna. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Our kids love her. She wasn't something I wanted. I hate dogs. And uh, <laughs> I, I was like, no, we, I have kids. I don't have dogs. We don't get dogs because we have kids. And, uh, but Sienna, our oldest is literally terrified of dogs. Like could not walk home from school, from high school. Like she's a high schooler. She should be able to walk home by herself. Right. But she's like, mom, there's yeah. a dog. You got to come get me. And just terrified. Wouldn't go into people's houses if they had dogs. And I'm like, okay, she is leaving the house soon. Graduating high school. We have got to figure this out. I'm like, Sienna, are you, we got to face this. So you got to figure this out. Are you okay if we get a dog? And I'm like, okay, we are getting a dog for you. And 
as much as I hated having her in the beginning, she was so much work. Um, it's been really good for her. So she loves dogs and she can go anywhere around them. And she's totally been able to get over that. So it's been, she's been, she's been good. She's been a sweet dog and helped the kids. They have, they love her and she's been fun to have in the neighborhood. All the kids like her. So she's been good. Yeah. But I will still say get a dog. Don't get a dog. Yeah, no, that's where we are. Yeah, don't uh, you have kids? Our kids asked, we say we we have kids until yep. you stop, especially with our little us. Until you're out of diapers, and we we don't have to deal with. Oh, don't even do it after diapers. Wait a long, long time. <laughs> don't do it because you lose your freedom. No. <laughs> it's like yeah. with kids again. It's like having yep. another baby. I a think. baby that never grows up. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So hold well, out. Don't do it. <laughs> Is there any other highlights that everyone should know about? This is going out to the entire world. Oh, dear. Oh, man. <laughs> they're going to be bored if they're, if, they, if they're still listening. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any highlights. I'm kind of a boring person. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Yeah. But I do. So, I, Kirk... The person that was doing this before me and I took it over asked the same question at the end of every um, interview. And I've, I asked Stephen the same question, but and I'll ask you. And the question is, you go into the future and you talk to your descendants and give them advice. What advice would that be? The, your grandkids, your great grandkids, all those, you can imagine that. What advice would you give them? Oh gosh, that's, that's a hard one. Um, oh, I guess I would just hope, um, that they remember what, uh, all the sacrifices that were given to hopefully have what they have today, that hopefully that they still have, a. A testimony of Jesus, have a relationship with him, and that they are trying to live a life that they can have um, a covenant relationship with him and to remain faithful and find their testimony and the plan of salvation and hope that they're trying to be good people and um, kind and just a Christ-like life and and just to, re- to remember that their ancestors before them um, sacrificed a lot to have what they have and to not take that for granted, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, I think that's it for now. And we'll do another podcast. I'll be looking for someone else after talking with you. Awesome. We'll go from there.